Hello, world, and welcome to the Pretty Good Podcast, where we take everything that's going on in the film and television industry, pack it all together, and send it to you in the form of audio entertainment. My name is Rob, and that is always going to be the case that I'm going to be your host, all right? There's nobody else, unless I say so. Now, let's go ahead and uh, get into the show but before I do I just want to let you guys know that you are always free to hit that follow button on Spotify it helps me out and I really want you guys to know when a new episode is coming out um, you know that way you don't have to search it up and just you know and that way you know if you want to go back to a previous episode you guys aren't you know you guys don't have to waste your time searching for it Okay, uh, you know, of course, this is also on Anchor.fm. I don't really care how you listen to this, just as long as, you you know, you guys are listening and you guys are enjoying this. Um, but without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the story or the, uh, the, the, ooh, spoiler alert. Let's go ahead and get into the episode about the story circle. Now, the story circle has actually, it's not like a new grand concept or anything in fact really the story circle is just the hero's journey but i like the story circle for a couple of reasons um one the story circle is just it's just straightforward simple to the point and it's just no bullshit you know what i mean and i think you know this was definitely something this is definitely that I just struggle with in general in terms of filmmaking, especially during my formative years where I just, you know, just focused way too much on details and just focused, you know, it was almost to it was definitely to a fault because I think if you focus too much on details, look, details are important, but if you focus and hone in on that, like the story's just not there, you know what I mean? And so, and that's not to say that the hero's journey isn't, uh, you know, shouldn't be ignored. By the way, I think the hero. I mean, that's what the story circle is. The, cir- the story circle is just the hero's journey. But I think this is just another way that you could adapt your story, uh, to. Um, uh, the second thing I like about the story circle is that you don't have to apply this to the macro film you can apply this to different scenes the hero's journey yeah i guess you could but i mean i i feel like the story circle just makes that point just so much better uh it's really just you know so straightforward to the point where you could apply it to not just the scenes not just the film but you could also apply this to like entire trilogies as well if done correctly, of course. Now, when should you use the story circle? Honestly, there's no really right answer. I mean, everybody's sort of uh, has their own flow. Me personally, I do. I I do use the story circle when I'm writing a screenplay. Um, well, before I write a screenplay, uh, let's actually get into that. So f- my sort of flow, very briefly, is I write down everything that's on my mind that I want in the story. Just everything. I don't care about structure. I don't really care about, you know, characters or whatnot. I just want all the ideas on a plate. After that, I go back to the story circle 
and I sort of hone everything out. And that's where I sort of, you know, figure out what I want, what I don't want, trimming all the fat down. And then from there, I create a beat sheet. And then from there, I create a screenplay. Uh, that's if I want the uh, screenplay to be produced uh, on like a very uh, technical and professional level. I don't, me personally, I don't think that if, the, look, if this is just like a short film that you, you know, you know, are just doing it for fun or just trying to do just on the side or whatever, don't worry about screenplay because one, that's a whole different language. Two, I just don't think it's really that needed. I, and unless you are trying to, produ uh, uh, you know, one, produce it, you know, of course it would help you you know, with scoring, with eighths, and, uh, you know, whatever. But I digress. Let's go ahead and get to the story circle, okay? So, le so let's go ahead and go over very briefly the eight slices of the story circle. So it would be, number one, the character in the comfort zone. Number two, but they want something. Number three, they enter an unfamiliar situation. Number four, they adapt to that situation. Number five, they get what they want. Number six, they pay a heavy price for it. Number seven, they return to their familiar situation. Number eight, but they have changed. Super straightforward just you know very you know and you could apply this to almost any movie star wars um casablanca uh, la bamba you know who whichever movie that you like you could pretty much any narrative three act structure film that you like you could pretty much apply that here uh but let's go ahead and go a little bit more in depth so number one is the character is in a comfort zone now this this was pretty straightforward essentially what this is doing is you are us uh, you are establishing the world around you the who what where when how to keep things simple let's use an example there is a 40 year old immigrant you know he's driving for uber and he uh just barely pays his rent paycheck to paycheck okay you know that's very you know pretty relatable i see that so that's his comfort zone that's the sort of world that we're put into from the get-go you know it shouldn't really be that hard to establish a world don't think about the you know details until you really get into it but you know very simple so the second thing is the need or desire you don't really have a story unless they are trying to achieve something or they don't have that internal want desire need drive and that's what really propels us uh, uh that's the beginning of the propelling of the story right so let's say that he doesn't like his job see let's say you know he doesn't really like driving for uber he maybe he really does not like the customers there you know I, you know, I could see that i know a lot of people who complain about uber so 
that would be his need or desire. So he's a 40-year-old 40, 40 guy barely paying his rent, and he doesn't like his job. You know, he sort of wants to get out of it. Okay, the number three thing, unfamiliar situation. This is pretty much the disruptor of that daily life. This is something that's going to change the trajectory of that daily life. And this is really where the story gets started. This is really where, um, you know, everything just sort of takes off and, you know, takes off running. So if we were to use this example, we would say that, you know, he's a 40-year-old guy, barely paying his rent, but he, do he doesn't want to do it, so he wants to find something else. Let's say that his unfamiliar situation is that they let him go. Let's say he gets too many bad reviews and they say, you know what, we don't really want you on the platform anymore. You're, you're kicked out. So this, so of course he still has to pay for rent. You know, of course he was still living paycheck to paycheck, and so now he, now it's just like, well, frick! Now I got this problem that's on my hand. I don't got a job, and my rent's coming up in a month. You know, it happens. It happens. Uh, you know, I think that's a very relatable thing. I think, uh, you know, people who are in uh, middle class or lower class. Uh, can relate to something like that. So what do you do? You, number four, adapt to it. Now, look, you could do a couple things. You could you can do nothing. You can just, you know, have your landlord pretty much evict you, kick you out because you didn't pay rent. All right. Uh, the second thing you could do is complain. Uh, that That pretty much gets you nowhere, and it's actually... It's really annoying. It's I, I hate complainers. I'm a complainer too, don't worry. <laughs> we all have our faults, right? But number three, we could always do something about it. And I guarantee you, this is the case for a lot of films. There are exceptions, yes. But people who draw, who do something about that, this is where they, um, this is where, uh, you know, you really start to understand the character and, you know, just think about Rocky, right? How did he adapt to his new situation? You know, think about that. So you adapt to that unfamiliar situation. Um, let's say for him, he, you know, he's just like, well, shoot, now I don't have a job. This could be the perfect opportunity for me to figure out what I am truly passionate about. Okay, I th you know, that's a pretty pretty good way of looking at things. Instead of looking at it as a con, you should, I think that would be a really great thing to look at as a pro because now you have this extra time to figure out what you want to do with life. And yeah, you might have the stress of paying rent, but you know... This is where your life's going to change, hopefully for the better. Let's see. So let's go ahead and re review. This guy is a 40-year-old guy, barely making rents. He doesn't like his job. He hates it. He wants to get out of it. So he gets too many bad reviews on Uber, He and they let him go. But instead of complaining about it, he views, he views this as an opportunity 
to find out what he's passionate about and how he adapts to it. Let's say he goes to community college because they offer enough financial aid for him to pay his rent. Cool. I like that idea. And I think that's very true. And, uh, you know, community college has really great financial aid. And he can find out what he wants to do in life. Okay? So that way he adapts to it. Um, number five, he gets what he wants. You know, this isn't always going to be the case. And it's, you know, sometimes it's going to change. Sometimes he doesn't get what he wants. And then you sort of have to play with that dynamic. Um, it does happen a lot in Hollywood films. It happens a lot in Hollywood films. They usually get what they want. Is the world like that? Probably not. But, you know, um, usually sometimes when that happens, they usually go back to adaptation and then they go back to, to the sixth one, which is pay a price. Um, or, you know, you could. And here's the great thing about the story circle is that you are always, always you know, able to sort of choose and sort of uh, contextualize it to, to your specific story. Um, but anyways, um, number five, they get what they want. Example, he figures out he wants to be a teacher. All right, that's awesome. That's really humble and really noble. And so he goes to school for eight years and gets his master's. And he gets what he wants. He wants to be a teacher, so he does that. Right? And, and, noti and notice how we went from get what he wanted was he found out he wanted to be a to be a teacher and then we go back to number four well now he has to go to school for it he adapts to it and then number five he becomes a teacher you know what i mean so let's review really really quick guys in the beginning we see him as an uber driver barely paying rent barely loving what he's doing not really um but he has a need to find his passion and really make something of his life. And then the unthinkable happens is when Uber just lets him go. So instead of complaining about it, he goes to community college because they offer some really great financial aid. And he figures out that he wants to be a teacher. So he goes to school for that and becomes a teacher. So we're at number f so that so we left off at number five and number six. He pays a price. He or she or they pay a price for it. Now, is the price good or is the price bad? Um, usually it's a negative uh, thing. Um, it, actually, it's almost always a negative thing. Uh, so what's the price here for our example? Well, you know, yeah, he, he's doing what he loves, but he's only making, you know, 40K a year. And maybe he, all of his friends are making, you know, 90, 95K a year. You know, that's maybe some tech company. You know, I think that's, you know, that's a pretty, uh, that's a pretty uh, crazy thing to think about. And it's actually, it's actually not too far from the truth. Um yeah, think about that. And maybe he's like the butt end of the joke all the time. You know, maybe sometimes they're like, oh, you can't afford to pay for drinks this time. What? You know, stuff like that. 
Um, so yeah, he pays a, a social stigma price. Um, again, to come back, Uber driver, he doesn't like it, so he wants to do more something more meaningful. Uber lets him go. So he goes to community college, figures out that he wants to be a teacher, gets his master's, but now, you know, he he's the bad end of these jokes. And so now we return, number seven, to the comfort zone. Now, this is a new comfort zone because if you know, in the beginning, the comfort zone was, was him being paycheck to paycheck, right? And maybe to some extent, he still is. Uh, during this time but what's happening is that he, there is a new normal there's a new uh, world for him because now he's a teacher he has a nine-to-five job he is you know doing something a little bit more di a little bit different uh, now he's teaching you know let's in this case let's say high school students so this is something different uh, definitely a different normal for him and you can see that of course visually in the film so again to recap uber driver hates his job uber lets him go lets him go um goes to community college to figure it out uh becomes teacher uh social stigma involved but now he's at this new normal of going to a nine-to-five job and having changed which is number eight and this is really where you want to sort of tie up the loose ends, any beast, B stories, any, um, you know, closed gaps, any, uh, you know, development of character in the side characters. Don't forget that. And this is really what you really want to drive home the point. And really, the point of this story would be that he although he's not making as much money as the other people he is a changed person because now he's doing something more meaningful maybe not as much money but he's doing something more meaningful with his life and that's the true slice of life okay so let's all over let's 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 hear it again he is an uber driver 40 years old does not like it but he wants to do something more meaningful in his life. Uber lets him go, but instead of complaining about it, he goes to community college because they offer some great financial aid. Um, and then he gets what he wants. He figures out what he wants to do. He wants to become a teacher, so he goes to school for eight years for him. Okay, now, you know, he's a teacher, but there's this social stigma because he can't pay for drinks with his friends anymore. So now he's working this nine to five job. You know, maybe he loses a few friends uh, because if someone's doing that, they're definitely not your friend. But he's changed. Now he's living a more meaningful life. And now he's so much happier than what, you know, than what he was doing at Uber. And the theme would be just like, you know, just doing what you love, doing what you're passionate about. So very simple. This is why I really love the story circle. We did that in 20 minutes flat. Okay, like three seconds before. I love the story circle. 
and it is a, an amazing starting point for any screenwriter. And yeah, it's just that that was fun. But I'm gonna go ahead and leave it at that, guys. Have you ever started the story circle? Are you planning to? Do you want to? Uh, you know, do you think that the hero's journey is better? In what ways do you think the story circle is uh, superb or whatnot? I want to know. Use the hashtag AskPrettyGood on Twitter and let's have a conversation about it. And it's not goodbye. It's until next time.